Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie, and I'm here in Virginia. And I'm speaking with Glenn Rhodes, and he has a farm here, about a thousand acres. How you doing, Glenn? Doing well. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. And so you showed us around your farm here just a while ago. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the history of the, uh, the farm and how your families got started? My dad started farming in 1949, about 10 miles from where we are now. Uh, in the late 70s, we moved to the area we're in now near Port Republic. And, and bought a few farms. I farm with my two brothers and four nephews, and we all run as one operation. We have a dairy farm, we raise turkeys, raise crops, and beef cattle. Okay, about a thousand acres you have now? Yeah, we have about a thousand acres of crops. We own about 800 acres and, and rent some other crop ground. Okay, and um, so you're growing hemp. Let's talk about hemp. We've been growing it uh, in Virginia. This is your third season, correct? That is correct. When the state legislature made it legal to do research, I called some folks at James Madison University, and the original contact wasn't that interested in, in growing hemp, but he put me in touch with someone who was, so we partnered with JMU to do research on hemp production, primarily field uh, research, meaning we're we're doing production scale, small scale production. These aren't necessarily small plots, but we're grow, we grew 10 acres the first year just to see if we could use existing equipment that we already own and uh, traditional methods to grow hemp. And you're growing it for biofuel, right, for the seed? We're growing it for the seed. Our initial proposal was biofuel research. Uh, we're kind of hoping to swerve into the food grade seed market but initially, yes, it was for biofuel. Okay. This is a crop that goes up to eight feet or so? Yeah, the seed varieties typically don't get quite as tall as the fiber varieties, but we had plants over eight feet tall. I use the oil, and you, uh, or the seeds, you crush the seeds, and you make biofuel for your, your equipment here, right? Yeah, we had been producing some biofuel from canola and soybean crops, so it was kind of a perfect fit when we contacted JMU. We had some production equipment already on the farm and some experience in making biofuel. So uh, we have not made a tremendous amount of biofuel, only growing 10 acres of hemp from the hemp plant. But uh, ultimately, we'd like to, to expand our operation if it makes sense in the future. Uh, you're growing 10 acres of hemp right now. When will be the first harvest? Here in, in the valley, we have harvested about mid-September is when the, the hemp seems to ripen here. Uh, I'm sure planting dates would have some effect on that, but it seems like the plant is a, a day-length sensitive plant, and uh, about mid-September here is when we harvest. Okay, 
And you're in the Shenandoah Valley here, right? Yes, we're in the western part of the state of Virginia in the Shenandoah Valley. You get your seeds from where? Currently, we're importing seeds from either Canada or Europe. Um, there's been a lot of problems getting seeds domestically. Uh, there's been misinformation abounds and so on, but it's been fairly, I won't use the word simple, but it's doable to, to import the seed. Uh, JMU had to get a, an import uh, license through the DEA, so we're currently importing everything from outside the country. Do you see in the near future getting seeds from, from people in the states here? Yeah, I think that market will develop really quickly when uh, when it becomes uh, when hemp becomes delisted. As if you're following the legislation in Washington, there's a good chance that hemp in the new farm bill will be delisted as a Schedule One controlled substance. And when that happens, that's going to really open up a lot of opportunities for farmers and investors. And the name of your farm. The name of our farm is River Hill Farms. Mm -hmm. uh, we are on the South Fork of the Shenandoah River, and our farmland goes up to the top of the hill, so that was just kind of a name we came up with, River Hill Farms. Anything that you would like to tell other farmers, maybe to watch out for or to, be, to prepare them a little bit better? I'd say the word now is patience. Just be patient. The markets need to develop we need to have investment come in and build processing plants uh, you could get involved on that side of the business if you know someone that's looking to build something get involved in that process you'll need folks in sales you'll need folks in production but uh, i'm getting phone calls pretty regularly of like when can we start growing hemp what can we make money at this and the answer I always give is uh, maybe in the future but today uh, we're still in the research phase and based on what happens uh, legally, uh, it's going to be slow going until the laws get passed that are in favor of growing hemp. And when that happens, I think things will move quickly. But up to that point, I think the word again is patience. Yeah. Yeah, I see this all over the country, really. So uh, you're actually the biggest farm that I've been on so far. Most of the farms have been um, 10 acres, 15 acres, some five acres. but. Uh, I think that you can, because you have all the equipment here, and you can really expand fast. Yeah, that's the goal of, of the research is to see how easy or how hard or how difficult it is to use conventional equipment that we already have that other farmers would have also. Most farmers would have, a, of any size, would have a combine or a grain drill, and it uh, it's equipment ready to roll is when the law changes. So. Another thing I'm hoping that there will be opportunities for smaller farms when you get into a specialty crop. If we start developing varieties for maybe a certain type of protein or even the CBD oil varieties where there will be a really high value plant that can be done small scale where you can use your own labor and, and produce something that you can make a living doing. I see farms all over in Tennessee and uh North Carolina that are very small farms, but they're utilizing the land and uh, other amenities on the, on the farm. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping that there's there's room for everybody. I think the market is is just not been touched at all in our country. Even though we import some products, if we can get hemp protein into our diet and get hemp fiber into the system, 
I think the the market is not unlimited, but just huge, and I'm really looking forward to being in early. Oh. Yeah, well, you certainly are. <laughs> so, uh, and you're learning, and you can pass that on to a lot of uh, other people out here. Yeah. Uh, part of our research uh, with James Madison University is that they will publish the data. So, as we learn, hopefully it will be available to other people to use and yeah. uh, be public knowledge. Oh, that's that's great. Great. Well. Glenn, I want to thank you for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast here and uh, hosting a tour on your farm for Coach Freddie and, and Russell. So thank you very much. Well, glad to have you here and come back anytime. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on Facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host. Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.